Welcome back to the Idols to Rivals podcast. This is episode number 37. I appreciate everybody for listening or watching if you're watching on the YouTube video. Um, if you don't know, I record these live with audio and video at the same time, and then the videos are uploaded to YouTube afterwards. So there is an audio and vis- video version. If you're watching on YouTube, there is a version of this recorded audio-wise uh, on iTunes, Google Play, and uh, Spotify. Or, yeah, Spotify. So all the major... All the major networks, everything like that, and everything you everywhere you can pretty much find a podcast, it'll be on it as well as, as YouTube. Um, so my name is Jack at Jack Hummel on YouTube, Instagram, everything like that. All the good stuff. Twitter is at Jack Hummel with two M's, two L's in my last name because I'm just like that, and it's always been spelled like that. So having s- silent vowels and <laughs> in your name isn't really good for social media handles, but. It works. It is what it is. But yeah, so add Jack Hummel on Instagram, YouTube. Go check him out. That's what I'm really trying to work on these days, trying to build those up, trying to just create more. And I think the last couple of videos I put out have uh, have been showing my improvement. I, I posted a video on Monday and it was kind of more just ripping off, off the dome, just kind of talking about motivation and things like that, stuff that's really been big on my mind. And I've, I've talked about it a couple of times on this podcast and on the YouTube channel that this is really just a documentation rather than creating content that is kind of non-organic, I guess would be the best way to put it. I, uh, I'm creating content that that's real to me right now. And that's, that's real to my life and, and documenting that journey rather than creating some, I will be doing some shoots where it's like videos that you see on YouTube. Like I don't want to say challenge videos, but more orchestrated videos as opposed to vlog style. I'm working on all of that. I want to get better at, at just the video editing and getting on a schedule. And then once all that gets kind of buttoned up, then we can move forward with all that. But yeah, the last video was just kind of motivation. It was two minutes. It was really short. Most of my vlogs the past couple of weeks have been about 10 minutes to uh, to about seven minutes long. And so just kind of mix it up. Wanted to try out a different format. Wanted to see if it stuck, if it was good, if it was bad. I just also like the video because I think it came from the heart. And like I said, the, the whole point of documenting the stuff is kind of to be to be real more than just have like a censored opinion and things like that and just off the rip, what's going on in my mind. I think a lot of people are, are struggling with the same stuff that I'm struggling with right now. Just trying to figure out your footing in that the age bracket of like 16, anywhere to 26 or 30. Just trying to figure out your your lane in this life and trying to figure out where you want to go, what you want to do, and, and not really comparing yourself to other people because that's how you get distracted, get off your path, and it can really just put you in a bad spot mentally if you're always focused on what other people are doing. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the precursor to it. Like I said, this is episode number 37. I'm super excited about it, and I think that the first episode I ever recorded or second episode I ever recorded, I was congratulating the Kansas City Chiefs on winning the Super Bowl, and I will do the same this year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely dominated the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes because he had no offensive line, and none of his professional NFL football playing wide receivers or tight ends or running backs could catch a ball, so that's kind of a bummer. Brady wins his seventh ring, and uh, I was kind of kind of over it because all we're going to hear about it for the rest of forever until someone wins eight rings is how great Tom Brady is. And I think he's gotten better over time. I haven't been the biggest fan of him growing up as a Colts fan. He was, uh, he was always our biggest rival with Peyton and, uh, but seeing him all tore up, all these videos are coming out on, uh, on Twitter about Tom Brady, just getting absolutely demolished on the boat parade. So I think that's great. I, I'm starting to warm up to him a little bit more. He, he is obviously, um, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. If not the greatest, it's up for debate a little bit just because I'm, I'm riding with Peyton Forever who got inducted in the Hall of Fame. My man, he was my idol growing up. I have, I had like seven jerseys of Peyton Manning. I had, I think I still have a binder somewhere with uh, 
with all Colts cards. I had like three or four pages just directly related to Peyton Manning football cards. It was a, it was a good time growing up having him kind of as your, as your number one guy. And he gets first ballot hall of famer as, as to be expected. But yeah, Ken, uh, Tampa Bay rather won the Super Bowl. It was absolutely dominant. Their, their defense looked incredible. They, I didn't realize their defense was that good, but apparently last year they were ranked fifth and then they get Gronkowski. They get, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who was a great draft pick, and then obviously Tom Brady, and it just kind of all clicked. And I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, and they did. It, it worked out perfectly. It was either going to be Steelers, who fell apart at the end of the season, or the Chiefs, or the Bucks, or Green Bay. I think those were the top four teams on everybody's list. And so it was a little bit predictable, but I'm glad that the, it was an exciting game. It wasn't like the Rams. Patriots game a couple of years ago where it was like 13 to three. That was absolutely brutal. There was a little bit of offense. I wish Patrick Mahomes would have got better, uh, more fair shake because of uh, his O line was just absolutely atrocious. They got dominated from the first whistle to the last. It was, it was incredible actually what their defense was doing to him. But yeah, so that's basically what, uh, what we've been up to recently. That's kind of current events, all the stuff with GameStop that I talked about and, and Robin Hood on the vlog for a little bit. It's been kind of going crazy. People are now investing in Dogecoin, which I put some money in because why not? If, it, if they take it to the moon like everyone's kind of joking about, uh, I figured I might as well be on the rocket this time because I did have a couple people make an absolute killing off the GameStop um, explosion, I guess, or bubble because it's pretty much burst at this point. But I had a, a couple people in, I know in real life that, that made an absolute ton of money. So it's congrats to them. I heard about it too late. I was on a plane coming home from Miami and I saw it was at like 130 bucks. And I was like, oh man, this thing's going to tank in about five minutes. By the time we landed, I think it was at $240. So it went a hundred bucks up a share in, I mean, the flight was like 45 minute flight. So it was it was crazy. I wish I would have got in. I wish I would have heard about it. But knowing me, if I would have got in, it would have tanked immediately and I lost all my money. So I'm glad a bunch of people made a lot of money. And uh, I'm looking for a new app um, rather than Robinhood because that's what I've been using to invest the past, I think, year and a half I've been investing with them. And I'm either going to Weeble or TD Ameritrade. I have friends on both sides of the fence. I know Weeble was doing a little bit of a, a little bit of the Robinhood maneuver where they were weren't allowing as many stocks to be bought or sold at certain times, like GameStop, AMC, all the stuff that you guys read about and were hearing about on Twitter or may have been involved in, which is completely illegal. And I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that they were doing that. But yeah, so like I said, TD Ameritrade or Weeble, I'm kind of going back and forth, haven't moved any money yet. And hopefully Doge goes to the moon and we all get rich and we can all buy Lambos. That's, that'd be the, uh, that'd be the easy way. And I'm, I'm all for that if that happens. But uh, another thing I kind of wanted to talk about current events wise, just because everything's going crazy right now, was uh, if you guys follow Barstool and a lot, I, I bring them up a lot on this just because it's something I'm interested in. I think they're a, a, a powerhouse of a, of a company. I think Dave Portnoy, he can be an asshole sometimes, but I think he is, is just all great people are, are assholes at sometimes. Like he just believes so strongly in what he's doing and he, uh, he has a never say die mentality. So I respect the hell out of him and uh, I'd love to meet him one day. I'd love to work for him one day or work with him one day and but uh, they had this thing called Surviving Barstool, and if you ever watched Bar or uh, if you ever watched Survivor, I watched Survivor growing up. Every whatever night it was on, it was like a Thursday or Friday night. Me and my family would sit down and watch it every single night, or every single night it was on for about I don't know seven, eight seasons. And I come to find out that it was scripted for some of it, and so that was kind of a heartbreaker. Um, one of those ruining your childhood moments that I found out either on Twitter or whatever it was. But uh, it's the show where you do challenges. You're on a team, and basically. If you win a challenge for the week, you get immunity, so you can't get voted off the island. I'm sure a bunch of you've watched it. So Barstool did it in a week. 
they did about they did a of a, a format where there was about seven or eight people and every day they had a challenge people got eliminated and it was absolutely hilarious i think it was one of their most successful series of videos i've seen in a long time and just the reaction on twitter was absolutely crazy i'm not a big twitter guy i don't really stay up with it i don't have a ton of followers on it i don't Whenever I have those moments, whenever you're like driving down the road and you're like, oh, I should tweet that. As soon as I get to where I'm at and I'm like, oh, I was going to tweet that whenever I get there, I completely forgot already what I was going to say. So I'm not a big Twitter head, but the people that I saw on it, whenever it was all going on, they were kind of live tweeting it. And they actually did a live finale where people were were on the live stream and everyone that got voted off voting for the winner was there. And I think it was done really well. That's how they did it in the actual Survivor show, what it was on like NBC or, or something like that. One of the major networks. But super well done. I mean, hats off, super well done. It was hilarious. I think the personalities they have at Barstool are incredible. That's why their podcasts keep blowing up. And uh, if you get signed by them, it's pretty much a, a golden ticket to to a lot of success and a lot of more followers. And so I think getting a part of that organization is uh, should be a, a big goal for a lot of content creators. And I know for me, that would be, be a dream come true, but still working on that. So getting through it. And uh, yeah, super cool. If you haven't checked that out, I'm currently just updated watching Peaky Blinders for the second time. And then, uh, and then I'm giving Netflix a rest. I think I'm logging off and, and giving it a rest for a long time because I've been really focused on my goals. I'm, I, I've said it in the, uh, the vlogs. If you haven't watched those, I'm working on, I split my life up into kind of like three month, hundred day, 90 day segments of just focusing on goals. And um, so I'm on chapter six of doing that. So I've been doing it about a year and a half as the math works out, maybe two years, but uh, I've been really focused on my goals. And I think my, my escapism, going to Netflix or going to YouTube, which is tough because you want to get ideas from YouTube. And that's kind of what my scapegoat has been, has been like, oh, I'm getting ideas for videos and never out panned it out. I spend four hours on YouTube watching videos that don't help me. I, I'll watch I'll get so deep into YouTube. You watch videos you don't even want to watch. You're just like, I want to burn 10 more minutes. And so getting out of that escapism, I think is super important. So I, I watched Breaking Bad for like the fifth time all the way through. And then uh, Peaky Blinders, I'm finishing that up. And then it's, it's just game time. It's already been a great start. Uh, we are, I believe a, this is the 11th day in making some great progress. And um, if you don't know, I break it down into health, wealth, love, and happiness. And so the first three lead to the last one, happiness. And so just health goals, like getting into the fitness level I want to get to for for summer and, and finally having um, the look I want to have for for summer, for, for if I go to the beach or if I'm moving down to one of these warmer places, um, just be ready for it. And then wealth wise, obviously everybody get a job, get paid, working on, on the brand, working on putting out content for you guys and just, and just growing the, uh, the community as a whole. So that, and then love is just friends, family, just working on that, working on having better relationships, being better about like, Oh, it's somebody's birthday. Send them happy birthday. Oh, it's, you haven't talked to your, your friend in a while. Shoot him a text. Be like, yo, I was thinking about you. Um, or link up with somebody you haven't talked to in a while. I think that that's super important. And I, something I took for granted, I get in these, I don't want to say waves, but I get in these, these patterns of where it'll just be like, I'll have my core friend group. And it's tough whenever you're not moving around, whenever you're in the same spot for a while, it's a lot easier. I think in college or I guess college would be the easiest, but whenever you have kind of friends at home or you have friends at school and you kind of bounce around, you have friends from class, you have friends from school, you have friends from your, your real home, or if you're a couple States away, and just you have those different friend groups that you kind of link up with every couple months. And uh, whenever you get out of college, you're, you're stuck in that one spot for the most part and um, wherever you're working or wherever you're living. And so you get stuck in that same group and you can kind of kind of forget about those those people that aren't really directly in your life. And 
most of the time, or actually I'd say all the time that I text somebody or somebody texts me that I haven't talked to in a while. That's a really good friend. It's we pick up right where we left off. It's like, I saw him 20 minutes ago and uh, I love that. And I love building relationships like that, where I can just text somebody that I haven't talked to in eight months or I haven't seen in a, in a year. And it's just like, no time has passed. And I think that that's a good test of, of having good friends and good connections and actually, and actually being on that level with somebody. And so seeing that I love, I love, uh, I love when that happens. So that's another thing I've been working on with these goals. Cause I don't want it to be only monetary. I don't want it to be only me getting in better shape. I want it to be affect the people around me and, and help people out. And I really do get a lot of joy out of that. And I kind of, I don't know if it's, it's if it's pre-programmed or I don't know if it's just how I've been around people, but I always took that, like the whole connecting with people thing. I love people and I've, I've known that. And I think a lot of people that know me know that I, I can't go barely any time without being with people, being surrounded by people and just having that energy. Cause it is what I, what I live off of and, and interacting with people is, is seriously what, what powers just who I am. But, uh, but having that, that idea of like connection and things like that and talking about it verbally was always super weird and always felt super weak to me, which I think is the complete opposite. It was a, it was a ego trip. It was a, a weakness of mine to be like, Oh, I don't connect it with people. Oh, you care feelings, stuff like that. I, it was just an insecurity. It was a weakness of mine to, to think that that was a show of, of anything bad at all. It's, it's awesome to connect with people. It's awesome to have real friends rather than 15,000 friends on Facebook, which I remember used to be the most important thing in the world to me. And I had no friends in real life. I was just an absolute ass. I, uh, I didn't do much. I just complained and, and was lazy. And that's, it, it shows you what kind of that superficial, that superficial number, that superficial feeling that you're chasing as opposed to having three or four or five great friends that, that would, that would ride or die for you. It's, it's astonishing how different that is. And so that's, that's kind of been the last leg of the, uh, of the diamond, so to say is, uh, is having that, um, that relationship with your friends and family and just family specifically, because I know spending a lot of time with family now, and it's easy to take that for granted as soon as, as soon as things get moving, as soon as I live somewhere else, then it's going to be like, well, wow, I haven't seen my family in six months. Wow. I haven't been back since Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever it is. And, um, and just realizing that you're going to, you're going to wish for those times. You're going to wish for that time back. You're going to wish for those times of, of, uh, of, like I said, just family, just getting the family together. It's always a nightmare. I don't know about anybody else, but it's always a, there's always really high highs and really low lows when it comes to family hanging out or holidays. There's always a bunch of stress. There's always problems that shouldn't even exist. But it, at the end of the day, it's like, it's your family. That's what you got to put up with the bullshit. That's just kind of how it is. And so focusing on that and uh, kind of wheeling it back, went off on a little bit of a rant there, but but trying to get uh, that escapism out, trying to get that escapism of, okay, I, like I said, I love watching YouTube videos. I'm a very visual person. I love YouTube videos. I love movies. I love TV shows. I just love them. I love getting involved in that world. And uh, it's an escape. It's an escape from reality for a lot of people, including myself. And so understanding that that's good at times, but it, it can take away from, from your growth process. It can take away from, from your actual time on this earth. And so getting sucked up into those worlds is really, is really not a good thing for, for long spans of time. And it, it can get in the way of work. And, um, I was listening to Matthew McConaughey's book, green lights. If you haven't read it or listened to it yet, I am about, uh, three quarters of the way through. And I, I recommend the audiobook because Matthew McConaughey actually reads it and he does all the voices and all the characters and it's hilarious. And it's, it's classic Matthew McConaughey. It's exactly what you think it would be. If you just picture him sitting down and reading a, an autobiography 
about all the crazy stories he has as just being a wild man. It's, it's exactly that. Whatever you're picturing in your head, that's exactly what it is. And uh, he was talking about this concept of after his first movie, he, uh, or maybe his first couple movies, he was, he was like dying to get back to LA, dying or, or get back to LA and Hollywood. And he was like, okay, I need a job. I need a job. I need a job. I need a job. And his manager mentor said, you gotta remember, you, you gotta want Hollywood, not need Hollywood. And I don't know why that, that line stuck out, but I paused the audiobook while I was driving home. Cause I was like, okay, I need to write that down. And it was just this concept of you gotta, yes, you can want something. Yes, you can desire something, but you, you got to, you also got to realize that if it goes at any point, you got to be good with it. You got to be okay. This is fine. This is happens. And you, you can't show that, that, that need to, like, like I say, that, that need to have it. And so that, I don't know why, like I said, I don't know why it, it really got to me, but the concept of, okay, you, you want something so bad, you grip it so tightly, then it's just going to pull harder away from you. But if you, if you, if you really just step back and you really just say, okay, if it, if it stays, it stays, if it doesn't, it does it. Just having that, that that's when the, all the good comes to you. That's whenever everything starts working out is just kind of when you go with the flow, the flow of the energy and letting it, letting it come to you in a sense, putting in the work, but letting it come to you at the, at the last final stages, it, it stuck out to me. And especially for, it was literal to me because I, I do want to move to Los Angeles. I want to move to Hollywood. I want to be in that space. I want to be in that, that, that line of work and uh, not necessarily acting, but I want to be in the similar line of work. And so as the literal sense of you got to want it, not need it is something that stuck out to me, especially whenever I'm looking behind the camera and behind the camera, I have this uh, tapestry of the skyline of Los Angeles. Granted, it's the worst photo of all time. Half of it is the slums and, and palm trees, but uh, the, the middle part is, is the skyline of Los Angeles. And so having that kind of as a reminder of where you're headed and where you want to go is, uh, is super important, but also understanding that things come in time and it has to, you have to allow it to happen. You have to be prepared and you have to let, uh, let timing and opportunity link up and, um, and then you'll get what you want. And so that was something that, that really stuck with me. I don't, I don't know if it was just me, but that, that idea of, of knowing that you want it, but just not putting all your eggs in one basket. Oh, that's scratch that. That's not, that's not what I mean. It's wanting something, but knowing that the harder you pull for it, harder it can pull back and so you just got to put yourself in alignment to where you uh you allow it into your life i guess is the best way to put it and then another thing i actually just saw right before i hit record on this podcast was i was watching this tiktok and it was of nipsey hustle who passed away either in early last year or i think 2019 i can't quite remember but he was uh he was shot and killed unfortunately outside i believe one of his stores and it was him in an interview and they're all around the mics and he was just saying he was talking about, and I don't think a lot of people that are super successful, especially in, I guess, the rap the rap or music industry, have said stuff like this. Some businessmen, some motivational speakers have talked about it, but seeing him in that stage of, of talking about his struggle and talking about how even him, who's, who's very successful, done a lot for himself as a, as a recording artist, as a businessman, and just for his community, when he talks about getting overwhelmed and feeling overwhelmed, he was like, that that feeling doesn't go away. It doesn't matter if you're overwhelmed trying to get into college. It doesn't matter if you're overwhelmed trying to buy a mansion. It's all the same stuff. And he was saying that you just got to sit back and be like, that's how it's supposed to be. It feels like a lot because it is a lot because you're doing a lot because you're working for a lot of stuff. And so it feels like a lot because that's what you signed up for. That's what it's supposed to be. It's a lot. And you need to know that that comes with the territory and that that's okay. 
It's going to feel like you're, you're getting, you're getting crushed by all these things. This, this is going wrong. This is going right. This is going wrong. This is going wrong. This is going right. It's going to feel like all that stuff is crushing you and that your mind is just taking up all the time. And that's the point. If you want a bunch of great things, if you want a lot of stuff, you gotta, you gotta be able to know that that, that comes with the territory and hearing him say it like that kind of put it into perspective for me. And that's always what I'm, I'm focusing on because I think quotes for me, some of them stick forever, but a lot of them you'll hear them and then you'll kind of, kind of soften up on the, uh, like the staying effect and it'll be okay. Well, yeah, I get it. But, and then you hear another point of view and you hear somebody else say it a different way. And you're like, okay, it, it gives it, gives it that vigor back. That's like, now I know what I need to do. Now I know it's okay to be overwhelmed, to, to, to be frustrated, to think, oh, I'm not getting a lot of stuff done whenever you are, whenever you're busting out a lot. And, um, like I said, it's just, that's supposed to come with the territory. And I've never heard anyone in his position say it like that. And so I thought that that was something good to pass on. That's why I want to put it on to the, uh, to the podcast, just because it is, it is supposed to feel overwhelming. If you're doing a lot and it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, it's supposed to feel overwhelming. It's supposed to be hard because if it was, if it wasn't hard, everybody would do it. And I know that cliche has been played out a million times, but you're supposed to be overwhelmed because you're going for a lot. And that's just, that's just what comes with the territory. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know I enjoyed making it. Um, if you could subscribe, if you're watching the YouTube video, leave a like. If you're on Spotify, if you could follow or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, I'd really appreciate it. It helps me a lot more than you know. It helps with everything. It helps it be seen. It helps it whenever you search it up. Um, so it actually search. So it actually pops up when people search it. But um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. I will be back next Wednesday for another episode. I've been your host, Jack Hummel. I uh, at Jack Hummel on YouTube and Instagram. Those are the big two and Twitter getting more involved in the Twitter game. And if you're watching the YouTube video, this is some new apparel that's coming out. I am working on stuff, working on the website, getting all that kind of battened down. I just finished most of the designs today. So that's super exciting. And if you didn't know, we do kind of an after hours segment on the YouTube video. So I keep it open from anywhere from a minute to five minutes after the podcast to get a little more exclusive content. So if you haven't checked that out, um, Jack Hummel just on YouTube and you'll find it. It's under the idols to rivals playlist. Appreciate you guys for listening. You have a good one and, uh, get after it. Remember attack everything.